You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. Today, I want to talk about three types of people, and there are uh, maybe a multiplicity, but I just want to use a certain three on today. I think all three can be summed up into these type of people, okay? Um, Those who help you, those who hurt you, and those who hold you. So there are those who help you, there are those who hurt you, and there are those who hold you. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, and can I get Matthew chapter number five, verses three through 16, amplified version. Um, and just let me say this. If you really value your relationship with Jesus, uh, you'll be all the more careful about who you choose in your inner circle. I say it again. <laughs> let me see. We were created by God for the purpose of God. James says this, or excuse me, John says this, in the epistle of John, 1 John 2, um, love not the world, nor the things in the world, for if I love the, see, this is not a characteristic of those who love God when we love the things of the world. And he goes to talk about the lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, the pride of life, the same three things that moved Adam or caused Adam and Eve to abdicate, abrogate the promise. They abdicated, they, they forfeited it. Why? Because lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Satan has no new tricks. He might camouflage it a different way, but the same old, same old. And one of the things we have to realize about um, life is that we all need relationships. But as believers, and I would say, and people alike, if we want to excel, move up, move forward, we have to have the right people in our inner circle. See, everybody good doesn't mean that they're good for me. And we have to know who's good for me. Boy, this is good already. This is good already. But if you value your relationship with Jesus, I want to encourage you to take his principles, his prescribed methods to heart. Now, he tells us that a righteous man chooses his friends carefully. That means he's very meticulous, methodical. He, he, he or she does not rush into the development of friendships because all connections are either going to help me, hurt me, or hold me. So if you're not here to help me, you're here to hurt me. And if you're not here to hurt me or help me, perhaps you are here to hold me. Follow those who through faith and faith. Boy, I could stay right there all day. Faith. Follow those whose convictions, persuasions, persuasions, beliefs. In God directs their lives. Y'all missed that. Follow those who take the word of God to heart, who uses the word of God as a guide and instruction manual on how I should live. 
That's why the scripture says, Mark, the perfect man, not perfect in the sense of being flawless, but the one who walks upright, the one who has integrity, faith, convictions. There, why do you abstain from having sexual relations? My convictions in God, my faith causes me to wait. How come you don't put this into your body? How come you don't do those things that you used to do? My convictions lead me to follow God's pattern. And patience. That's another one. I'm in the Hebrews right now. Chapter 6, around verse 11. Patience. Uh, uh, imagine what would have happened had I had patience. Do the people you follow operate in faith and patience? See, patience... See, when you're impatient, I can't see the facade. But when I'm patient and I'm led by my convictions, I know exactly what you are trying to do. Perhaps I would have more money now. Well, not me. You in general. Had I had patience. Was this the time to get the whatever? How do those, see, here's the thing, see, see, here's the thing we have to realize about relationships. Listen to me. Here's the thing we have to realize about relationships. Your inner circle influences you spiritually, emotionally, financially, relationally. They influence you how you carry your everyday life or how you navigate. Prime example. If you hang around people who are trifling concerning their finances, <laughs> if you run with people who have no integrity, if you hang around people who are always argumentative, now you find yourself, you, you and your spouse used to get along. You guys used to handle, you, you guys used to handle issues, you know, rather easy. Easily, more easily. Why? Because we thought with clear heads. We were allowing God to lead us. But when you started hanging around them and you see the way they fight and fuss and bicker, you have picked up those same habits. You ring up if you hang around people who are still carnal. <laughs> Although you love Jesus, you will still be carnal. Now, let me say something. There's a see, this is why we have to. Be wise as serpents because there's a bigger picture behind what we see. Notice earlier I said we were created by God for God. And the wrong, there's nothing like being in the wrong environment because being in the wrong environment will derail your destiny. You remember some time ago, I talked some time ago, I talked about destiny derailers, people who get you off. Your God-given course, purpose. Take a good hard look at your relationships. I submit to you, those whose morale is low today, it's the people you're around. And those of you who are boisterous and happy, it's the people you're around. Those of you who feel like that you could take the world by the, by, by, take the bull by the horns, it's the people you're around and those who feel like giving up, like life has no meaning. It's the people. Sit down, y'all. Take a seat. It's the people. It's the people. Think about it. Your influence now, they're either helping you, holding you, or hurting you. 
relationships. See, the, the bigger picture is this, and it's, it's right here in our text. The bigger picture is this. This is the bigger picture. Uh, see, we're supposed to be, uh, well, let me say it this way. We're on display for the world to see. <laughs> we're on display. God said, now, now that you are my disciples, I'm going to put you out there where everybody can see. Because you are to be agents of change. Hold on, 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 hold on. But now, let me tell you how when, I, when we look at the body of Christ as a whole, there are a lot of us who are negating our responsibilities as believers because when, you, when we live in a world who has more influence on us than we do on them, that's an indicator that I'm not doing a good job of being a light bearer on a hill. See, we're supposed to shine in such a way that it causes people to want to glorify God. People are watching you. Yeah. Uh, they're looking. Because God has you on display. And here's the thing about displays. They can either get your attention or cause you to look at that and say, that is not a good image of what I would have you ever been in a mall, a, a, a decent mall, and, and you walk by uh, uh, the store and, and something about that mannequin just, oh, wait, wait, oh. you, you, that has never even crossed your mind. But because the way it was dressed, the way they had it looking, you became inquisitive and never been in the store before, but what is that out then there are those that you walk by and never paid any attention. Why? Because the display is not representative of who they're trying to look at someone and say, I'm on display. I'm on display. People are, what is your conversation like? Look, 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 look. I know how we act when we're around pastors. I know how we act when we're around the saints. But when pastor's not around and the saints not around, there's one named Jesus. That if you made your bed in hell, I see you. Nowhere can you run from his presence. So bigger than pastor being there or bigger than who being there, God is here. So I must carry myself with a certain attitude because I'm on. I heard Apostle Michael Freeman say this last week. Um, it, it, if the people that you are around, if you would not want to trade places with them, why are you still hanging around those same people? Why are you still hanging around people that if they said you want to trade, you would not trade what you have for what they have? Wrong. They're the wrong. Say it loud. They're the wrong. Would I trade my place for your place? <laughs> Not that it's about things, but see, when you do it right, there's going to be fruit. I'm talking about doing it God's way. Would I like to trade your finances for my You're on display. And my question is, why continue to hang around people who are, oh boy, no good to themselves. And if I'm not good to me, 
there's no way I can possibly be good to. It's the people. It's the people. I'm going to say it again. It's the people. Now, I'm doing this by design. I'm going to echo some. I'm going to put it in. We run a little bit. Follow those who have the faith and pay. I heard Pastor Tracy's testimony how she waited for her man of God. And God sent him all the way from North Carolina. North Carolina. He's never heard of a, such a place called Alabama. And all the places in the world. He's heard of every place but Alabama. So she was patient. And she consulted her seer as to, hey, th- th- this guy kind of showing interest. What should I do? <laughs> Not six months in, at the first inclination that he had some interest. Oh, it's Tuesday, honey. We just met Monday. Pastor, what you think? Are you here? Faith, see, faith is, Lord, I'm going to trust you and not let my homeboys and my homegirls tell me that my clock is winding up and I'm getting too old and I'm getting it. See, 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 when you honor God, God will redeem the time and it'll be just if you never miss the good mighty faith and see the, the thing about some Christians not all is that we are bad at picking stuff now when you're doing your grocery shopping you, you, you now you're very careful of the fruit you're thumping it you're juggling in it. You're listening to it, and you you smell. You're feeling it. You're massaging it, and this is good fruit. I can tell that this is good fruit, but when it comes to choosing people, no. I mean, you should know a tree by the fruit that it. It's something about choosing people that we can't tell good fruit from bad fruit. Well, pastor, how can I tell? There's nothing being produced. They are barren. They cannot help you in any kind of way. They're there to hurt you or hold you. Are y'all here? It's the people. Look at someone say, it's the people. The, the, the worst thing you can do, guys, I'm going to get into text in a minute, but th- th- just let me flow. I haven't seen you in some time. Let me rock with it. Let me rock with it. Let me. Let me calm down because I'm a little bit more serene in North Carolina because a whole new different flavor. I, I love the way I teach in North Carolina because I'm just like, you know, why? I mean, I love the way I teach here too, but see, y- yeah, I say I love the way I teach. See, I'm more, but y'all be trying to get me. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to do all that. That's, that's pastor. Y'all, y'all pull on me like, preach, pastor. I don't, no, I'm, I'm, t- I'm gonna teach. See how he just, <laughs> he ready. He stay on ready. That's next Sunday. That's the. But, 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 why hold on to? See, this is what gets me. Notice the people in our lives are either there to help us, hurt us, or hold us. 
hurt us, help us, or what? Hold us. Uh, think about your inner circle. Has the quality of your life improved? Is it improving? I'm not talking about people buying you stuff. That's 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 pity. They, uh, yeah, they bought me bought me a pair of shoes. That's not an increase. I'm talking about there's fruit in your life as a result of me being connected to you. My thinking is higher. My living is higher. There are manifestations that 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 I've produced through. Are you buying me some roses and some? shoes and give me a gift card no 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 we're talking about you as a result of being in this environment the quality of my life is better my credit score is up as a result of being around you see y'all missed that i have things and i have money saved now because of being around you i have this now as a result of being around you see i'm talking about those kind of people the people with whom you associate with the most see that's really a statement of who you are. What did Jim Ron say? Jim Ron, there's a lot of truth to it. You know, we're pretty much the sum total of the, I, I know he says five, but I would say 12. I'm going I'm to I'm put a new one on it. So Jesus had 12 disciples there. Are you here? Well, there were more, but there were 12 that. Are you here? Think about your inner circle. They're either there to hurt you. See, in, w what I have to do is today, someone say today. Not, not tomorrow. Say today. today. Say today. today. Line them up. And anybody that's not helping me, if you're hurting me, you got to go. If you're holding me, you have to go. If you're hurting me, you have to go. If you're hurting me, if you're holding me, if you're helping me, you can stay. Are y'all here? And the hurt is not going to always be physical. Like, you know, they're not putting their hands on me. It could be verbal. Let, let, let me tell you something. Negative conversations, it, that's a form of verbal abuse. Because it's training you to think negatively. Man, you look at someone and say, I'm on display. I'm on display. See, those who are here to help you, they're here to make things easier for you. These are people who assist you help you come to your rescue these are the people who will give you a leg up like your your pastors and mentors and coaches and some family members not all because some are trifling and just like some believers are good for you and some as paul told the church at corinth you need to stay away from people who help you give you purpose People who hurt or hold you will pull you away from your purpose. Oh, that's a good place to. If it's pulling me away from my God-given purpose, you're not here to help me. It could be a promotion. Uh, more money. Uh, if it's going to pull me away. I like to use this. Someone you just say, they come to me, Pastor, listen, we're going to pay you a million dollars a week just to work two days, Sunday and Wednesday. See. As enticing it may be, and I might would do it just for one, just one week, just get that one check. Let's get, to, just get that one check. <laughs> but, but, but see, it could, it could, it could be missing that one day, 
that there was those who needed what God had imparted into me to give that day. So as enticing it may sound or be, if it gets me out of my purpose, that is not the promotion for me. You've heard the testimony uh, when uh, back in the day, I told it some weeks ago. Y'all remember that, one of the meetings. Um, make a long story short, I was promoted at this place. I turned it down. They thought I was crazy. At the time, I was going to seminary, and they said, man, see, you're taking the save stuff too far, and you, you need to think about it. But had not I turned it down, I never would have been in p- position to meet Pastor, who's a pastor now, Pastor Chris Bianchi. And it was meeting him that years later, Pastor Tracy from Alabama up in Atlanta, Georgia, looking at cars, he sold her a car. But had not, had I kept that position, I would more than likely have gotten moved because at the time that place was opening up more stores, I never would have met him. And this thing could have went a whole different way. But because I had faith and trust in God and knew that he could take care of me much better than the world system, I met Pastor Chris. And Pastor Chris met Pastor Tracy. And Pastor Tracy... When I visited, she, you know, of course, y'all know the story. She got weak in the knees. Oh, you gonna, I got a word for you, young man. The Lord told me to tell you, you're going to be my husband. Did you do it? <laughs> Look at someone say, you are on display. People who help you, people who help you will push you to do, to be your very best. These are people who help you achieve. Are you here? Uh, Have we read any verses yet? Let's, but I've quoted them. Matter of fact, we are living epistles. That goes back to what I just said about display. When people see you, they see the word, or at least they should. I, I just need to just read one, maybe verse 13. But Jesus now, he's preaching someone else's sermon, a sermon. In this part of the sermon, he's dealing with discipleship and the world. Now, I say this all the time. When you get to the end of the sermon in chapter number seven, he says, now, those of y'all who take heed to this, you'll be like the man who built his house on a rock. When the winds come, floods come, they beat on the house. You can be all right. For it's founded on the rock. But if you hear this sermon, don't take heed to it. Another way of saying it, let it go in one ear and out the other. When trouble, trouble, trouble come, great would be the fall. Why? Because it was founded on sand. No foundation. So what I'm saying, I said all that to say this, let's take heed. To what Jesus is saying. Verse 13, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its taste, purpose, do you see this? How can you lose your purpose or get off course? Hanging around, dwelling among, connecting with the wrong people. How can it be salty? And a lot of believers have lost their flavor. Why? Because they are dwelling among the wrong people. It's no longer good for, for anything, but to be what? Thrown out and walked on by people when the walkways are wet and slippery. Of course, in ancient times, salt was used as a preservative. Some would say preservative. So here, similarly, Jesus, uh, as followers of Jesus, our job is to preserve both the message of the gospel 
and Christian values in an unsaved world. So our job is to hold up, as some people say, the bloodstained banner. Our job is to display to the world what Jesus really looks like. That's our job. But watch this. When we are in environments that causes us to compromise our purpose, we're not doing a good job of displaying. If we're not winning the world for Christ, perhaps the world has more influence on us than we do on them. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.